Welcome to Radical Resilience, the podcast. I'm your host, Pega Kadkodian. Resilience is more than just learning to bounce back from adversity. It is both a spiritual and practical journey of returning to the essence of who you are. With Radical Resilience, life can throw anything at you, and no matter how tossed around you get, no matter how hard you fall, you have the ability to get back up and come home to yourself. Hear the inspirational stories of women who embody radical resilience and learn the resources you need to reclaim your passion, purpose, and power. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Radical Resilience, the podcast. My name is Pega Kadkodian. I am your host, and I am so excited about today's bonus episode with a returning guest, Miss Ashley Burnett. She actually joined us in season one and shared her incredible knowledge and insights about uh, energy hygiene for our listeners as it pertains to self-care. And today we have her on because she is launching a brand new program, which is going to be an absolute game changer for anyone who is not just an entrepreneur, but who has to facilitate groups in any context. So I'm so pleased to have Ashley back. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about her. Um, you can obviously read a lot more about her in the show notes, but she has been an entrepreneur for 20 plus years. She is a women's business and leadership coach. She facilitates circles and retreats. She's a yoga teacher. She's an earth-based ritualist. She's just an all-around badass living in the Bay Area with her husband and her sweet baby Quinn. So Ashley, welcome back. Thank you, honey. I love you so much and just super grateful to be here with you all. Yes. So for those of you who might be new to the show and maybe haven't heard Ashley's previous episode, Ashley and I go back quite a few years. I would say at this point, what is it like 25, 20, at least 20 years we've known each other and we've had such wonderfully parallel paths. So we're soul sisters on many levels. I am proud to say that she was actually my very first business coach and was very instrumental in the radical resilience work being born. It was really in the work I did with her that, that we gave birth to that, or I suppose I gave birth to that, but it was through her incredible guidance and leadership skills that I shifted gears and came into what I believe is my life's work and my calling. So. You know, there's just a lot here that's very special between the two of us, and I'm so stoked to have her on today to speak to all of you, but let's just start with getting to know the lovely Ashley Burnett a little bit. So Ashley, would you mind just sharing with us your personal entrepreneurial story and how you got on your path? Yeah, I've been on this entrepreneurial path for around 20 years, and um, you know, I didn't put two and two together why that was all happening until more recently in more recent years. But um, my mom was my dance teacher and owned a dance studio and was an entrepreneur for many, many, many years. And her mom was one of the first, ran one of the first female optometry practices in the Chicagoland area. Her, her husband um, was diagnosed with cancer, died two days before her first child was born and put her into labor. And here she was as a single mother with no income and decided that she would put herself back to school in Chicago in a male dominated field and um, reopen his practice. And so she did that, was one of the first 
uh, I think, female optometrists to fit for contact lenses in the United States. And so in the last couple of years, I just realized, whoa, like I really came for this from this long line of entrepreneurs. My mom's sister was also a creative entrepreneur um, and had her own textile business and had a loom and made all, wove all of her own yarn and all this stuff. And so I've just kind of been on this entrepreneurial path and was kind of born into it and feel very honored for that. Um, but that really kind of spearheaded me into, I just never saw any other way. Like I never, <laughs> there was never any other path, you know, for me. And at first was, as you know, birthing um dances like doing i was a choreographer in chicago and pega was actually in one of my pieces um because we were on that journey together too and um and then i moved out to san francisco became a massage therapist ran my own massage therapy practice um which then i just kept feeling there was something more went into um health and wellness coaching because i just got obsessed with health and wellness and wanting to heal the self from the inside out. And um, quickly that became this journey into this kind of organic transition into business and leadership coaching because people were coming to me organically and just asking, how did you do it? Can you show me how you did it? Can you help me build my confidence? And it just kind of skyrocketed from there. So that's really my path and just super grateful to be on this journey. Yeah, and subsequently, you've done some really incredible work with women uh, in leadership and business by way of combining your work with ritual and uh, and really bringing in a holistic approach to being a business owner and an entrepreneur, which I which I just love because in this age of um, shifting from you know the age of Pisces and the patriarchal approach to things to more of moving into the age of Aquarius and, and really tapping into uh, the more feminine energy. It's, it's beautiful how you've been able to weave in ritual and other holistic practices while empowering women to grow their businesses and create more income. And it's a really uh, beautifully natural uh progression i think it's all about a pleasure-based business model right absolutely and so because your journey has been so incredible you are in many ways a resilient woman can you tell us a little bit about some of the challenges and obstacles that you've had to overcome both personally and in the context of your business I moved to San Francisco and the second day I moved here, I enrolled in massage school and that was really funding my dance career. And I worked in a spa for three years and, um, and then I got a call from someone who was opening up a, a Pilates and yoga stu studio, uh, asking me to, to basically start a private practice out of the Pilates and yoga studio. And I'm at the spa and I'm going, man, this is like a great opportunity. I really need to tune into this. So I said, yes, but turns out that spa owner got a little threatened and gave me an ultimatum and basically was like, you get to decide uh, if you want to stay here or go on your own and go to that, you know, 
open your practice up at that spot. And two other women were with me on this thing and they stayed at the spot and I left and I went and took the big leap and it, I never looked back. And that was really the start of my entrepreneur, like that entrepreneurial journey. I feel like I was scared poopless <laughs> yet. I was able to quickly, you know, double, I think my business in a very short period of time by taking that leap. And then likewise, after, and working less after that, right? And then likewise, since then, I had to make the leap into full-on coaching from massage, from having a massage practice for years. And that was absolutely terrifying as well. Um, and I had a little bit more of a grandmother period with that, but, and it really was when I got into group work, that was the thing that allowed me to catapult scale, bust over six figures and really create a sustainable business, um, as a creative and holistic entrepreneur. So I just want to emphasize, because, because I've known you throughout this whole journey, you know, I, I want our listeners to know that it wasn't always you know, rainbows, butterflies, and easy because as so many entrepreneurs do when they get started, I know there was a period where you were just working yourself to the bone and you were like burning it at both ends, quite literally, and you hit a wall and it was, that was really what shifted your whole perspective on how to do business. And, and I think my guess is on some intuitive level, you just knew there, there had to be a, a different way and a better way. And so you went down this path. So can you just kind of speak to that a little bit for our listeners who are like maybe just getting started on their entrepreneurial path? We are hardwired to give as women, especially during the times that we're in. And it's really easy for us to get wrapped up in our never ending to-do lists and the constant space holding for our families and our businesses and our community. And especially when you're first starting out as a business owner, the desire, because there's, I mean, there's a couple of things going on. Like you're trying to make ends meet. And for me, I didn't have any safety net there. In fact, I was up my ears in credit card debt. Right. And it's like, I was um, feeling that pressure, but then I also, um, I, I felt this pressure to succeed, you know, and then I was also excited about my business. So I was constantly in this, like almost, God, I hate to say it this way, but it's like, there was part of me that was kind of getting off on the overworking piece. Right. And, um, like, I feel very important because I'm so busy and I can't, I don't have time to hang out with anyone. And it was like, but that's not it. You know, that's not the path. And I just realized um, pretty quickly on that that was not a sustainable path. I was working 12 plus hours a day. I was um, staying up till 2 a.m. every morning working on the business. Um, I, my now husband lived in Omaha and I lived in San Francisco. So I kind of could do that right easily and get away with it um, because he wasn't around to, <laughs> to need to spend time with. And I kind of wanted to distract myself. Right. So I would invite anyone, you know, that's, um, on any path that you're on with your work, but especially if you're starting out right now, or you're, you're finding yourself doing, you know, those things that I'm talking about to really come back to center and remember how vital your self-care is and that it's absolutely 100% essential to the sustainability and success of your 
your business and, and truly our households, right? And our, our communities that we're holding space for. So I feel really passionate about it. And it is about creating a pleasure-based business model. And also, um, it's not just about pleasure. Like I keep coming back to that word sustainability. And right now I'm feeling it. I live in San Francisco. I woke up yesterday. The, the you know, it is from when we're, we're recording this, it is um, a pandemic. I have a 13 month old kid and I'm in the thick of it, you know, <laughs> like I'm now, nav- we're navigating a lot. I'm running a business and launching a program. It is essential that I remember to come back to my self-care over and over and over and, and to, to honestly, to try and prioritize it even more than I have been. So this seems like a nice, easy transition to talking about the new ebook that launched and then moving into sharing with the listeners what this amazing new program is that you're launching on that note, as far as the self-care piece goes, I want to tell you about this incredible ebook that just came out. Uh, Ashley just launched this book called 11 Core Confidence Boosting Mindsets of an Unhibited Business Queen. It's awesome. If you haven't downloaded it yet, you can go to ashleyburnett.co and find it there. And we will certainly put it in the show notes as well. But there are a few mindset pieces uh, that she highlights in here that I'd like to highlight because they're so in alignment with the resilience work. And one of them she's already mentioned, which is to prioritize your fierce self-care and self-love, which includes um, maintaining energetic hygiene, which is what she shared with us in her last uh, visit. And certainly it's a huge part of the upcoming program that she's launching. But some of the other ones I wanted to have you touch on a little bit that I think our listeners can certainly relate to Releasing the myth of perfection. Own your fumbles and courageously lead from the lessons you've learned. Tell us more. I think a lot of us um, women out there, we want to be perfect, right? And so, you know, I like to play with this archetype of the the uninhibited business queen to kind of like try on these these queen mindsets, the uninhibited, you know. And I, when I say queen, it's like conscious, mindful, right? Loving, compassionate, strong, grounded woman who uh, can, can really own herself, her value, and um, kind of play her life full out, right? And one of those things I think that's necessary is to release that myth of perfectionism. Perfectionism, I remember the late Stephen Hawking talking about um, that literally perfectionism does not ex- exist in the universe. And if it did, we wouldn't be here because after the Big Bang, all the particles went, um, if, if they would have went perfectly out, um, space perfectly out, that they wouldn't have collided with each other, created planets, and we wouldn't be here, right? So... <laughs> I know exactly the the thing you're referring to because I've seen that too and I love that. I've I've often referenced that it's like, you know, if things were actually perfect, we wouldn't be here. You know, if those molecules had arranged themselves in perfect order, none of this would actually be in existence. So it's there's there's actual there's a gift in the imperfection of things, you know. I love that. It's great. And and the idea of this uninhibited queen, um, is kind of committed to this releasing of myth of perfections. We have to try continuously to do this, right? 
but we recognize that the idea of perfectionism is a man-made farce like that is something that the patriarchy did create to keep us stuffed um back in 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 a to be a certain way right she um and in this Uninhibited Queen really owns her fumbles and her challenges and acknowledges them as the catalyst to her growth. And I think that's really, really important, right? To understand any missteps or mistakes that have happened in her life that um, she chooses to learn and um, look for the lessons in those blunders and then go on to teach and lead her community through those transformative lessons, right? And I know that's like absolutely imperative and central to the work that you do, Pega. Well, I mean, to be a human being, you know, the, it's inevitable that we're going to fall down. Absolutely. And in fact, part of the work I do is to go embrace the falling down because it's in those moments that we fall, we kind of get cracked open and there's so many lessons in that. And it can be the opening to your right. unfoldment, to your spiritual unfoldment, to you really stepping into who you are actually are uh, and shedding the layers of who you've pretended to be most of your life. So, you know, there's, there's real opportunity in letting go of that and, and allowing yourself to really come into your beautiful uninhibited queen and being your most resilient self. They just go beautifully hand in hand. I think there's also, it's like that uninhibited queen doesn't let her fear around making a misstep or having a challenge presented to her stop her from taking action and she really feels the fear and does it anyway too so i just wanted to kind of put that in there that that embracing our imperfectionism as we're launching ourselves out there it's like part of the process i think it makes us more relatable and human and i've never been real drawn to to working with people who i perceive to be perfect i'm so much more compelled to work with somebody who I, who I see as human and relatable and like, oh, I, she's been through some stuff. So she gets it. She gets me. She gets that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, totally. I'm going to fumble. Yep. There's so many other beautiful mindset guidelines in this ebook that we could highlight. There's 11 to be specific. Uh, the 11th is among my favorite uh, to speak your truth and set strong boundaries, which is a huge part of uh, the resilience work as well, which is, you know, really learning how to set those boundaries from a, a place of love and kindness, and that it's a service to people when you actually do that. So um, if you want to elaborate on that one, you know, I'll, I'll read it right from the book. If I may, I'll quote you. It says, radically speak up for what you believe in and communicate clearly and openly. Yeah, this is about vulnerability too, if we're kind of tying this into the imperfectionism piece. It's about vulnerably using your voice to create a more just world through the work that you engage in on a daily basis and knowing uh, deeply that you're not going to appeal to everyone. So we have to dare to radically speak up for what we believe in and release again, trying to, to appeal to, <laughs> to every single person that's out there, right? So... Um, I also think there's this um, skill, this advanced skill of learning how to communicate clearly and openly with people, even when it feels uncomfortable, um, to understand that when we're not doing that and that we're keeping it in ourselves and in our head, that it's just kind of festering energy and that's not serving anybody, right? Yeah, learning how to clearly communicate and 
set strong boundaries and loving boundaries with those things and with the people that we love and also setting boundaries around time, energy, relationship, technology. I think that's extremely important right now as we're in COVID. We were already struggling with it before. So we have to embrace technology and then place our boundaries around it too. So that again, we can practice that self-care and come back inward and create sustainability. So yeah. So let's talk about this program you've got coming up. I know you're super excited about it. I'm super excited about it. So tell us about what is Unleash Your Impact? Who is it for? Um, Just tell us a little bit about the program. Yeah, so it's a six-week online advanced training course for holistic and creative entrepreneurs um, or anyone that sees themselves holding space or leading groups. Um, It is an opportunity to scale your business and your income and your impact through group work specifically. But a lot of the skills that we're going to learn in this program can also very, very, very much be used for one-on-one support and coaching. And actually, you'd be able to create longer-term experiential offerings that are one-on-one focused and then can scale into group work. So that's another thing to consider too. But really, um, I'm, I'm really looking at this as an opportunity to scale your income and impacts through groups. I truly, truly, truly believe that now more than ever, we need the right folks, the compassionate women change makers of the world to create, to, to stand up and create that powerful ripple effect. And to make more money so that we can make a, a more positive, serious dent on this planet, right? We need to, to really understand that. I, I believe it's in the hand of the, the compassionate change-making woman to help create this planet. Yes, men are very much part of this equation, but it has been shown research-wise that women are actually more prone to give back to their families or communities and the causes that they believe in almost four times that of a man. So when I think about like, how are we going to change this world? We need to have more say, we need to be more empowered and to have more money is going to allow us to do that. Right. Um, So it's definitely for creative um, entrepreneurs and a lot of the things that we're going to be focusing on are, obviously around doubling to potentially tripling revenue through experiential groups. And then how do you do that? How do you actually build that experiential group long-term program offering a retreat or workshop out? Like how do you actually build that out? How do you fill and market your groups from a place of service and authenticity and ease rather than this feeling of being salesy? Um, How do you actually create safe and strong transformational containers for your community to really feel held and supported in, which are queen skills to learn. They're not things that you go out there. I, I had been teaching for 12 years. I had a lot of experience holding space for groups by the time I did advanced trainings. These are skills that are learned. These are skills that Um, keep your communities coming back years and years and years and years. I have a track record of retaining my clients and my community two to five plus years. 
And that again is a skill that you learn how to do, right? That, that help your community to want to just keep going with you and to keep um, creating that ripple effect together. Um, we're also looking at curriculum. How do you create your unique effective body of curriculum and how do you weave transform transformational rituals um, into your curriculum? I am a trained ritualist, so I get to help kind of help people to come back into creating more meaning into their experiences so that it can be more effective and more embodied and more impactful for their communities. And then um, obviously the confidence pieces through the queen work is going to come into the work um, and we'll look at money mindset, um, money mindset skills. Um, again, voice amplification for group facilitation um, and the energetic hygiene piece, which I actually think is the most important out of all of this. So this started as a retreat um, in 2016, and then I led it again in 2017, and then I shelved it because um, I knew something else was being asked of it, and I, then I birthed my son, and then this is coming back, and we're turning it into the online course, and I've had a number of women step in for the third time into the online course, um, but some of the things that I hear from these people that have continued is that the energetic hygiene, while everything else like radically catapulted the business, that they felt the energetic hygiene piece was one of their, the most important components for them so that they could really create sustainability long-term. It sounds amazing. And having been through some experiences with you myself, I can speak personally to the magic that happens uh, inside of these programs and inside of these communities, really, it's that's really one of the, my favorite aspects of it is the incredible community that's built. And as you know, um, one of the pillars of resilience is having a strong sense of connection and community and a, and a tribe of like-minded people that you feel like you can really be with. Um, big picture, just if you would share, at the end of the six weeks, what will someone walk away with? Yeah, I mean, a solid framework and an action plan and the advanced tools necessary for launching your epic group offerings, right, with success. Um, they, you'll walk away with a beautiful community of badass change makers that are committed to helping support you reach their goals. It's such an incredible community that you're going to have in place and people continue these relationships for years to come. Um, I think you'll have a sense of confidence as a group facilitator and tools in which to ground yourself and manage and clear your energetics before, during, and after your events to avoid burning out. Um, a clear marketing plan and just like a clear plan of action. Also on the back end, uh, my business manager is going to come in and teach onboarding systems for groups too, which is super rad and some other guests that are coming in with money mindset skills. So I think you're gonna get stretched out of your comfort zone, but also um, just get ready to receive and say yes to yourself and your dreams and your visions this year. It sounds incredible. I'm super stoked. I'm so glad to have you on to share it with this community. Listen, folks, if you're like, oh my gosh, I wanna know more, tell me more, check out the show notes. If you want to connect with Ashley herself, you can visit uh, ashleyburnett.co um, to learn more about her. She is on all social media channels. Um, her handle uh, on those social media channels will also be included in the show notes. I can't say enough about this woman. I think she's just 
Awesome. I'm so honored to have you back. Yes, anytime. So fun to be here. (laughs) Yeah, with that, we're so excited to be back with season two of Radical Resilience, the podcast. This is our bonus episode for you. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode. Between now and then, just know that I'm here for you. I love you and I'm wishing you so much light and aloha from my heart to yours. Namaste. I'm Pega Cadcodian. Thank you for listening to Radical Resilience, the podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Be sure to go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and rate. And remember to share this with all the amazing women in your life. Join us next week for another episode of Radical Resilience, the podcast. Oh, 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 o